Man, y'all. 2016 is coming to a close. Thank God. Thank God. I can see it now, bro. I can see me talking to my kids about 2016. They walk up to me with their little cute selves and they'll be like, Tell me about the year 2016. The best of times, it was the worst of times. Or at least it seemed like the worst of times. It was pretty bad, though. Weird time to be alive, son. I'm telling you. Really? It all started with this child. See, he was getting dragged in this gorilla cage by this gorilla. Really, Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, really. See, he dragged that boy here and there all up and down that damn cage. All through the water and shit. It was crazy, son. Well, how did he get in the cage in the first place, Daddy? Well, son, people don't know how to parent their kids. See, if you got close to a gorilla cage, I'm going to grab you a little behind up. I'm going to tell you, don't get near that gorilla cage. Or you're going to be dragged all down that damn cage like that boy I was telling you about, you see? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Well, that boy got dragged here and there, and, well, they said that gorilla was a danger to human beings. Shot him dead. They shot the gorilla? I think it was kind of stupid, really. It wasn't the gorilla's fault that that boy decided, you know what, I'm going to go in this gorilla cage and get my ass drug around. No, it was not his fault, son. But you know what? They deemed it necessary, and people done lost their damn minds, son. They did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They said that they ain't gonna be giving no dick for Harambe. What? Yes, son. They said, no dick for Harambe. No dick for Harambe. Huh? Yes, yeah, son. They was not giving no penis for Harambe. That was his name, son. Harambe. Strange time to be alive, like I said. He lost a lot of people that year, too. We lost Prince. Man, we lost David Bowie. Hell, we even lost the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's sad. Yes, yeah, son, it was sad. Many others were lost, too. You know that movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? You was watching yesterday? Yeah. You remember Billy Wonka? Yeah. He died, too, son. That year. Oh, yeah, son. Crazy. Remember, remember Star Wars? Remember Star Wars? Yeah, I like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, me too, son. You know Princess Leia? Oh yeah, I like Leia. She's cute. Yes, yeah, son. She died that year, son. Oh, yeah, son. That's a part of life, see? You live and you die. But it's what you do when you're living, son. When you touch people. That's what matters, son. Another day, another studio. We be bouncing from studio to studio. It's good to see that you're still kicking around. I'm alive. I barely made it. You, uh, but I came out on the other side. You got that cure for the hep, then. <laughs> I'm, I'm the uh, the CDC needs to come and investigate me, take my blood, and make a vaccine. You're so sick. You had hep A, B, and C. <laughs> Which, uh, it, it's a miracle. It's a medical miracle. <laughs> yeah, man. I was worried about you. Yeah, I I mean, I legit, there are very few times when I've gotten <clears throat> so sick that I lost my voice, or just sick in that way, and I legit could not talk for about three days, um, or it would come out, like, all over the place. Sound like I was going through puberty or something. There are so many people that would be pleased if I could lose my voice. <laughs> So, but you were still working, but was somebody covering for you on the news? Yeah, so I, I was out for, I mean, it was a weird week because it, it fell, I think it was around New Year's when I felt, when I started really feeling sick. And um, and so I was kind of out then, I, I was here, but kind of barely doing the news and then made a little bit of a recovery on that Tuesday. And then that Wednesday, I could I couldn't, I think it was that Tuesday I overdid it and I came in here and I just tried to do my normal shift. And, uh, and then by Wednesday I was like, done. Like I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't, nothing would come out. So yeah, I was here kind of doing my producer duties, but, uh, somebody else was covering the news for me. You were, you were just typing your, yeah. uh, using our, our electronic voice people to do the <laughs> right, news. Yeah, exactly. You're using Gerald. <laughs> what the fuck? Time for the news. I'm Matt Stoker. <laughs> Time for the news. Yeah, man, I actually thought there for a minute that you were going to be like the last celebrity claimed of 2016, <laughs> and you survived. Or the first of 2017. 
Moment of silence for Jimmy Superfly. Mm-hmm. The Superfly. Yep. Had a crazy life. A lot of people lost money, too, because Betty White was on the list. Happy birthday to Betty White, by yeah. the way. She's 95 today. Yeah, she is. 95. I don't think there's any, I mean, the way some of those Deadpools work, I don't think there's any point in putting her on anymore. No. You're not, you're not getting anything for that. No. Her and Keith Richards. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're not gonna. You're uh-uh. not gonna. Now, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys were really the first victims <laughs> of 2017. Oh, gosh. It's so appropriate that tornadoes tore through town. <laughs> like that that night. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I heard that if you were basically north of the Metroplex, your and you had a satellite dish like satellite dishes quit working with oddly enough about a minute to go you're like oh 35 <laughs> seconds left in the game should be okay right that's why you, that's why you turn over to trusty radio 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 um to I have did, your heart ripped out of your chest yeah i did see a lot of people cursing their satellite dishes on on facebook man i i haven't seen the picture but i was told by some of our media brethren who were there covering the game that just on that gigantic television, it just said, take shelter. <laughs> just, just So appropriate in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we've had 70 degree weather. It was like 73. Then it was 20 and snowing. Mm-hmm. And then it was 78 two days later. Yeah. I went to uh, bounce down to Tyler the other night it's going on in behind the pine curtain it's some crazy audio that I've, I've started rolling tape on outside of my parents home because somebody on the other side of the like the across the street it backs up to uh like it's really more wild as you would say over there like Whereas this is just a normal neighborhood. Yeah. People on the other side of the fence have like five, six, seven acre plots and there's ponds over there and then it backs up into the wood. Yeah. And uh, last summer, one night I was getting home late and I was just sitting in the car and I heard like a huge cat, like a wow, wow. Yeah. Um, and you can tell cause the dogs just go bananas, but there's some dude over there and, and I guess he has like bird dogs. Yeah. And it's so funny because they will start at one end of the, like way far away. You'll start hearing the dogs and then it's just like makes its way across. comes all the way down. And I don't know if it's something that's cruising through the area, you know, that's causing them to bark, but I was rolling tape on it and then they just stopped and it's so crazy. And uh, just for shits and giggles, I sent it to David Ellis, and he was just like, cr- I mean, if you heard it, it's, there's like a hundred dogs going bananas. Like, yeah. And then nothing. And, and then stop. And then one dumb dog. I'm still going to bark. One asshole. Uh, but, yeah, that day, let's see, it's like, what, like 80 miles away, like southeast. Uh-huh. And it was 30 degrees colder in Dallas than it was in Tyler. It was brutal, man. We had a pipe burst outside. Or we had a, I had a faucet burst outside. And uh, I spent all of that. That first nice day, which I guess it was like, it was cold like at the end of the week. And then like that Sunday was, I guess it was New Year's Day. It must have been maybe. Or maybe it was something like that. It was I a couple of days before when it snowed. Yeah, but then, like, when it warmed up again, because, like, the pipe must have froze, or the faucet froze. I had it covered and everything, and the faucet froze, and then when it started to get warm again, it was a nice day, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be able to to get some work done or whatever. I walk outside, and, like, there's just water shooting everywhere, and it became an, it became an entire day ordeal. Yeah, no, that would have been, it was, like, Friday the 6th yeah. when it snowed. Yeah, I know it was a, it was definitely a Sunday whenever that all that happened because it was I'd gone to get my oil changed and I was coming back on at like 12:30 or something and I had the whole day ahead of me and then it was like nope 
you're dealing with broken pipes and faucets and plumbers and whatever else like the insects are real confused yeah i saw some some insects that should not be alive post freeze but i guess just the temperature change like accelerated their gestation period yeah these summer bugs were out like (laughs) (laughs) like what's up and now i mean it's chilly outside yeah back down to being chilly but this is our i mean it's like I think it's like 50 or 40-something, so I'll deal with that. It's rainy, though. Man, just it's gross. I hate this time of year. It's just gross. I think we've got one good, one more solid weather system yeah. in us. Another hit coming. Yeah, and we deserve it because we didn't really get to enjoy like weather chaos the other night Yeah, when it snowed because it just really didn't affect travel yeah. that much. No, not really. And if you don't know, Dallas-Fort Worth will get a quarter of an inch of ice, and it is complete and total mayhem. Yeah. What's, they don't know how to deal with it. Nobody, uh, not even drivers, but they don't, they don't treat the roads. They got one pickup truck running around with a guy in the back throwing sand out or salt or whatever, and that's, that's their idea of treating the roads. It had just barely started coming down, and I was coming into work one of those days, and uh, up here on on Woodall or the the bridge from seventy five to Woodall and there it, which is you know not much of a bridge but there was ice and stuff people were sliding all over that thing they hadn't done anything it's totally ridiculous ridic so you saw the picture that I sent you from Lake Worth huh <laughs> I did all the right true Lake Worth monster dude <laughs> we just tell you okay so. I was, uh, you know, doing my volunteer work at this church, right? Yeah. And so there are about like 13 or 14 of us, folks from all walks of life, out at, uh, I want to say there's like an area right there. This is the closest that I've ever actually been to the lake. Mm-hmm. And we were, at first we were like, I want to say that there's like a sign there that says that this is like a nature preserve area uh, or nature center, but there was like houses and stuff. And then if you keep going, so it's like a little bend and there's like a couple of houses over here and then we go down this road and then, uh, you know where the bridge is? Uh-huh. So like, you know how... Like the the highway bridge, uh-huh. 199? Okay, so this was uh, Sunday, uh-huh. which was the foggiest day from sunup to sundown I can remember. Yeah. That was just absolute craziness being, if you were up on that bridge, you couldn't see the water. Yeah. Okay, and this is 10 o'clock in the morning, maybe. So, um, you know, we're just doing what we do, cleaning up the area. We just pick these little spots. I guess there's people who are too not in a good enough shape to clean up the area themselves. Mm -hmm. So they need some young bodied hustlers to do it. And uh, there's this black guy. He's walking a few feet in front of me. And remember, this is a church, like, volunteer group. And I just hear, oh, shit, (laughs) walking a few feet in front of me. I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, man, there's Dookie under that shirt. There's Dookie. And there was like a brand new plaid shirt. It still had tags on it and everything. Yeah. That is laying on the ground. And he just like went to pick it up. We didn't even have like pokers or anything. We were just, you know, cleaning up cans. I guess that area over there is like a big makeout spot. Mm hmm. Um, as the legend goes as the legend goes <laughs> still to this day okay matt people tempting fate i mean to tell you like he pulled it back but not all like when he had done that you know you couldn't see it hadn't revealed the whole thing was that the picture i mean that's the picture that you sent me was that that you found yes because that's ridiculous dude it's <laughs> it's a beer can in circumference man and the only thing is, uh, and I always leave my phone in the car whenever we're doing that. I don't know why, I just do, because we sometimes we get dirty. Yeah. And um, 
so I just wasn't even thinking. I didn't have it. And uh, one of the directors or whatever, her name was Amber, she had a, a camera. And I was like, you have to take a picture of that. And um, she was like, no. And I was like, don't you people know about the Lake Worth monster? And I'm getting a bunch of blank stares from all these oh. people. And I'm like, Educate no, people. seriously, Google it right now. And she's like, what? I'm like, Google Lake Worth monster. And these people are looking at me like I'm bananas. And she's like, are you kidding me? This is a real thing? I'm like, yeah, it's a real thing. And Matt. I don't know what could have done that. And what's crazy is the fact that that shirt was over it. I bet you somebody was just like walking their dog or something and was like, oh my gosh, and put that over it. So nobody, because it was just offensive. Yeah. So after they had read this whole thing about the monster, I was like, you have to take a picture of it. You have to. Yeah. Like Take a picture of it right now and tweet it to me or send it to me. So they pulled the shirt all the way off. And like, just by doing that, like, it's like you can smell it 15 feet away. Now, it, did, it's that large. <laughs> the only thing I didn't think to do was like put down anything for scale, except there's a shirt there, like a, a person's <laughs> shirt. And it is as big as the torso of that. I mean, you're holding your hands like a giant platter at, I don't know, like Cracker Barrel or oh, something. Oh, screw that. It's like, bigger than that. It's, it's like a blue plate special or something like that. It was almost the size. It's like a pizza. Like you're, you're It was blue. almost the size of a spare tire. <laughs> and, and That's if you, insane. If you look at it, it's completely, this is the other thing. It's like the whole colon dump at once. Yeah. Because it. Does the whole, and excuse me for this, like, I'm not a person, I'm the guy that's like, are you, I mean, I've, are you kidding me? You're picking up poop in the woods? And, of course, that never crossed my mind, like, I'm not going to try to suggest that's what you should be up to. But, I mean, it looks like a snake. Yeah, I mean, when you're, like, when I see that picture, it just looks like a very large human pile of waste but the way you're describing it now i mean sounds almost beyond that it's real okay i guess the best way to look at it for scale is look at it next to the cuff link of that shirt yeah okay that's a lot dude if this is a person there's something seriously wrong. <laughs> they were holding that in for a long There's time. There's some that well the human cavity is not meant to at that width. Right. Right? Yeah. You know, if you had a lot, you can have a lot. I mean, you can put that out, you know? Yeah. A lot of that. But at that yeah, I mean that's and, that's like a can. Yeah, that, that dude. Seriously, I mean it's like the it it's looks like, a monster like can. intestines laying there. Yeah, it's effing bananas. Now I don't want to get I don't want to get like too in the weeds on this, but like, did it smell human or was it was it weird? I mean, not, not, I mean obviously all human waste kind of smells a little different, but you can tell the difference between that and like a dog or something like that. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't go. It was so just too much. I mean, I'm just saying. It was Lake Worth <laughs> on this super foggy, foggy mid, you know, I said it was 10. It was probably noon. Yeah. And it was just, it. the whole day it felt that same way, you know. Um, Of course, later on that day, we would have this storms come through that we were just speaking of yeah but were there a goat man running over around that might be what you'd expect to find dude i'm telling you obviously it's not a bear there aren't bear in the area and yeah. it's not horse shit no i mean it's either it's 
I, this is it's bipedal in nature. <laughs> the poop is bipedal. Anyway, what'd you do with it? I'm sure <laughs> left, left that shit there, man. <laughs> we didn't even put the shirt back over it. I mean, it was offensive. <laughs> yeah, but that everyone there completely thought I was bananas until I was like, Google that shit. I can't believe nobody there had heard of it. Had not heard of it. That's when you know, like how. That's what we we, we live in a, a different world. Yeah, what a bubble we live in. Yes, and I'm like, every single one of y'all is gonna be within the next couple of weeks. You're gonna be flipping around, and I'm like, just check out. You'll be watching for like, um, you know, any show on Bigfoot. You know, yeah, Southern Fried Sasquatch from our boy opens with the. Lake Worth monster story, or at least it's in there. Yeah. Uh, a Monsters and Mysteries, or, you know, I'm like, you're going to be watching a video and you're going to see a dude named Craig Woolheater telling you about this Lake Worth monster. <laughs> Almost assuredly, you're going to see And you're going to be like, I saw that thing's poop. <laughs> Man, I ain't cleaning up no dookie. It was uh, the funniest reaction by a black person to poop <laughs> that I'd seen since I worked at Sears. Uh-huh. When I was 19 and someone yeah. had decided to drop a deuce in the store. I remember that story. And they called the janitor. And yeah. His response was, man, I ain't cleaning up no dookie. <laughs> it was a, sounded like a similar response. It was very much the same. Oh, man, they shit on a dare. That was great. Um, and very, very odd and kind of spooky. And if I was going to pick... A pile of duke that came out of a man, creature, goat person. Mm -hmm. That would be it. That'd be in the lineup. I had them looking at like that picture of that white photograph, the one. Yeah. And another black guy was like, man, that looks like a Yeti. <laughs> it's like, exactly. What was the consensus? Was everybody interested at least to find it? Well, there was another kid that was like, man, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He said that, it. But it did like, uh, you know, we were out there a couple of hours and we went to, and this is the only thing I wish that I knew the area better than I did because we ended up on this road that like, probably like a half a mile that way, there was like suburban house development, uh -huh. but then there was like a huge field old road and then on this side like just fields for as long as you could see but like trees and everything and there's this corner property and you know if you have like land somewhere you know you have a gate or whatever there yeah it, even if there's like a little drive well there's this corner property and i notice it immediately because there's these limestone columns that are there are about six of them that are lining the front of this property and at the top of each one of them they look like they're just handmade and there's limestone like laying around like it looks like it was like quarried from the area yeah and then at the top of these little columns there's like sharpened limestone sticks or like limestone rocks sticking up almost like in the way a crown would look uh-huh and there's, like I said, there's like six of them standing and then maybe like one kicked over and like one in half. And then there's just a driveway and just like trees and these really crazy looking old, like cedar, almost cedar trees. And, uh, you know, I just looked at that guy that was like, you know, man, it's stupid. And I was like, dude, that looks like the place where they burn a witch. And he's like, man, you need to stop. <laughs> there's and, some weird shit out there. And, and seriously... There was no gate on in front of this thing, but I could kind of see something back there. Yeah. And I was like, well, I wonder if somebody's got a little like trailer back there on this yeah. property. So I just kind of. It's like Bohemian Grove back there. That is really weird that you said that <laughs> because that was said by. Was it? Yeah. Man, they shit under there. That dude was like, man, that's like Bohe Bohemian Grove. <laughs> but I walked back up there. There was like an owl statue back in the woods or something. Yeah. And it just looked like it had become like a dumping area. Like yeah. there was like refrigerators without doors on them, thankfully, and mattresses, but no no people. Yeah. Creepy. There's a castle out there. Have you seen that? 
It's on the south side of the lake, uh, and you have to kind of wind your way through these sort of back roads to get there. But you'll be driving along, and kind of there's a there's the lake shorefront, and there's like a dock or something, and then there's the road, and then on the other the other side of the road is a castle. And it's, it's not huge, but it's built like a castle. It's like maybe a couple of stories, maybe three at you know on one section. Really? Yeah. Man, there's so many urban exploration places in Fort Worth. Yeah. That place has been, um, I think it's been undergoing renovation or something, and I don't know if it fell through or not. I don't think I don't think anybody lives there anymore, and it's it's a little run down now. <laughs> so, but there, there are, well, at least the last time I drove by, there were fences up around the property, so I'm not sure uh, what the the uh, uh, your ability to get into it but uh, it is out there we'll have to drive by it one day yeah we should the old uh the old meat packing plant is still kicking mm-hmm. they've t- torn down a lot of the interior buildings but the outside of it is still there i think they took the guard tower down that's where they filmed a lot of uh prison break yeah like that was the prison yeah um but what's crazy is so there's that huge meat packing plant right and then, you know, the stockyards are over there. So there's like all these tunnels underneath that portion of downtown where they would run the cattle underneath, bring them up, show them. Then, you know, if you made a sale or whatever, they'd walk them over to the, if they were going to the meat plant. Then there's a tunnel that goes to the railroad mm-hmm. so they could load up rail cars. Or, and I mean, in the old days, there's just, you know, like, uh, that would lead out to the trail, so you would just drive the cattle yeah. from there. Um, a lot of spooky things in the Fort Worth. <laughs> it's a cool place. I told you, I told you about my buddy who works at a church down there and the librarian. Oh yeah. I told him about seeing the man walk in, walk through her office or something like that. He was pissed that she was there. She's been there like fifty years, never seen anything open in her drawer. Sees this guy walk into her room as she raises her hand. He's dressed up in all like old timey Western clothes, and he had his coat over his arm. And he was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Look on his face, and then he just walked through the wall. Yeah, that's a place that I'd, I'd like to go check that out. Yeah, we should we we get could. in there and record some audio. Totally. <laughs> I was telling some of those people, I was like, "You'd be surprised what'll happen if you just turned on that little voice recorder on your phone. Start listening. You never know what's gonna be around you." Yeah, um, but anyway, we wanted to thank everyone for sticking with us during our slight hiatus, our holiday break excursion. Some stuff came out during the holidays, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a while since we've been in studio. Just us, really. Yeah. yeah. A, a long time. Um but, you know, 2016 was a shitty year for a lot of reasons, but 2016 was a pretty good year for our little podcast. I think so. I yeah. think so, too. I, I think know so. so. <laughs> I was having... It's a one bright spot. I was having this discussion the other day, and you may have seen me post it, but it was the anniversary of us talking to Cliff. Mm-hmm. Right? Which feels like... I was about to say it feels like a year ago, which I guess it was, but it was almost exactly. It, feel, it feels like a lifetime ago, right? Like with the amount of stuff that's happened between then and now, because I remember. I mean, it, it still would be a big deal to have to have Cliff on uh, at any any point, but it was like we were like, oh my god, right? This is, this is crazy, and now it's like I mean, so so many things have happened between then and now. Well, yeah. So I was I was telling. I actually talked to him the other night. Uh-huh. So we have Cliff on. He likes us so much that he's like, yo, here's my phone number, you know, stay in touch. And then we go to Boggy Creek. And after capturing the howl, I'm sitting at this bar all by myself, you know. I've got this gold in my hand, and I don't know what to do with it. So yeah. the only person that I know and Bigfootery at that point is Cliff. I send Cliff the audio and he's like, he's like, it's either a coyote or you got something. I can't tell because it's so low. He's like, you should contact David Ellis. Mm-hmm. 
So I get a hold of David Ellis, and obviously he and I have become great friends. He's been a grand contributor and carrier of the flag of the show. And he and I discover that the night that the Falk Howl happened was his birthday. Oh, really? Which is weird, right? So here we are, Boggy Creek, then obviously everything that's happened at Devil's Creek Cliff has actually been to Devil's Creek. This is a little inside job that some people don't know. He's oh, spent a night that. at Devil's Creek. Uh, yes. How how long ago? I would have had to have been within the last couple of years. He and two other well-known people spent a night out there on their way somewhere else while um, while they were living there. Oh yeah, yeah. While oh, yeah. Was, yeah. And uh, so I was kind of talking to him about that, and. He was like, oh, yeah, I uh, talked to Donna yesterday. And I was like, well, that's interesting. So I texted Donna, like, almost simultaneously. Uh And she's like, that's really crazy. I was just talking to him. And, you know, hadn't talked to him in a couple of months or whatever. Just checking in. And uh, it's kind of like everything has come full circle. And... It's crazy, and uh, we have a whole lot planned for this year, a whole lot planned. Like, real soon, we're going to... Yeah, I'm a... We're firing it back up, folks, so (laughs) um, there are a couple of things that we're doing that I'm not sure how we're going to do them, but there's probably at least one thing that we're going to kind of see if we can get you guys involved and speaking of getting involved thanks to uh everyone who um wanted a little foot and they were a big hit you have a little foot i do and i just so happened i don't know if you saw uh the picture that i posted but at one point it was christmas some you know one of those when you go in after christmas to places and everything's like 95 percent off yeah i bought this like garland it it was still in the package i don't know how long we've had it but it's like a string of garland like a actual rope and it has little tiny stockings on it i mean it's the shittiest christmas decoration ever yeah i mean i I don't even get the point but i was like man this is i was like I can kind of rip this open right here and boom, little foot's inside of them. So, those, <laughs> oh, I was wondering where those came from. Those who got the little feet got little feet in the stocking. Um, and I know some of you guys, a couple of our international pals had asked about shipping and it was just kind of crazy right there around Christmas. But obviously, if anybody's still interested in that, let us know. That's kind of a um it's an evergreen thing mm-hmm. if you're interested and um you know they make great gifts as birthday gifts and it's a it's a cool little <coughs> if if there comes a day <clears throat> where i have a an office and a desk to my own it's a, it's a it's a cool thing to sit there and a little conversation starter yeah it wouldn't last a night up here no no i would never bring it up here these trolls <laughs> wait a minute so they took down the Acacian signs? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you get, ever get a picture of that? Uh, no. I don't think I ever saw. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, just behind the veil, we're, we're in the palatial studios <laughs> of Cumulus, mm-hmm. Dallas-Fort Worth, Victory Park. And uh, being the good company that it is, they had printed out hundreds and hundreds of these banners because they were at all the stations. Yeah. All the stations. So if you're in radio, uh, they consider you, you try to convince the people that listen to the radio station to just give us one more one more time that you tune in. Um, and it's a ratings thing. And so Cumulus had come up with this great idea to give the listener one more occasion to listen to and they misspelled occasion and it is spelled <laughs> Acassian. I don't know I don't know where uh where those ended up. 
but they're yeah they are not up anymore oh i'm sure downstairs it oh, is I'm downstairs sure. right i'm yeah. sure at least some of those have survived because the yeah, lingo has survived <laughs> it is mentioned every day and speaking of said company <laughs> as i still somehow work for said company mm-hmm. in a very in a different <coughs> in a different aspect I was telling some of the national guys about that. Oh, about and, the signs? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can imagine Gary McNamara's reaction to that. He cry laughed. <laughs> cry laughed. Uh, um, things are good around here. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I really did want to stress and tell everyone that thank you for the 2016, which pretty much everyone agrees was a shit year i think most people do and it's for various and sundry reasons yeah i heard one person the other day that was like 2016 was great for me i don't know what anybody's <laughs> talking about and i was like you know there probably are those kind of people but yeah um well i mean i think in in little ways like in for me personally it, it, it wasn't terrible and of course a lot of that has to do with the with the show and i've just been I've been stunned even even through the holidays where yeah I mean we still had stuff coming out but we were kind of we were so busy with stuff and I was sick for a while and it was hard to to actually get back behind a microphone and to to see that um you know people were still listening and in fact more and more people were listening you know those the numbers kept going up um is just a real uh, testament to like how like I, th- I think we're on the right path here, and uh, I think people are digging it. And you know, if you dig it, then tell other people that they might dig it as well. Yeah, the thing I, is, I, I feel like that's how it's got to be getting around, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and people find out in the weirdest ways, you know, like the guy that told us that he listened to us because he was looking, he was searching legend tripping, yeah, in iTunes, or the people that have found us through our good buddy Shannon's show and into the fray. Yeah. And her being sweet enough to let me pop on there and try to pry answers out of me about Devil's Creek. Well, um, I, I think that's been I think that's been the biggest thing looking back on on the past year was just we we managed to either get really lucky or just you know, either bring it out of people or I think, you know, maybe there's a combination of both, but we just managed to hook up with some really cool people who were willing to advocate for the show and not, not just that, but just, you know, help us out and have fun with us. And, um, I, I mean, I can't like, we've been so lucky to have some of these folks that, um, will go out of their way to, to tell people about what we're doing our little yeah slice I, the and, pie here. and i wouldn't say that it's luck you know i mean we've we, we both have worked to the point where we can chase down someone like cliff but yeah. the shit that happened with cliff like i was just talking about like that's serendipitous you right know? yeah um i know that some people don't want to hear us say that <laughs> there's a coincidence there is no such thing as coincidence but that kind of stuff that led to a year later, here I am talking to the guy who was like the first domino that fell in this series of events. And sure, there's a good chance that at some point or another, somebody else would have said, ooh, David Ellis is the guy that you should talk to about this. Or, But yeah, <laughs> I don't see how it, it was never, ever going to come out any other way except the way that it did. And he and I were, when we figured, when we were talking about birthdays um, in May and us both being Tauruses, mm-hmm. but his, he's not a May Taurus, he's an April Taurus. I was like, wait a minute, I know what your birthday is. <laughs> and I was just like checking my calendar just to make sure, you know, like your birthday is... And there's the picture of the green moth on Clint's wall that was sitting yeah. there less than 30 minutes before we got howled. Um, yeah. I but mean, yeah, it's been really, really cool. And we're, we're 
we're getting the numbers show us that like today was our best day ever and that's crazy because we haven't really done anything lately yeah and we have ye to thank and if you're new to the show thanks for being here stick around and you're gonna not gonna want to go anywhere else. go back and check stuff out there's a lot of cool stuff that we i mean again just thinking back about the story of last year going from cliff to to boggy creek to the howl to meeting david which then led us to start analyzing our ghostly evps in a different way and we were both enlightened on stuff that we had no idea that we had captured um, you know, you from old trips to Galvez, me from just a random trip to a cemetery one day and weird stuff that I never would have thought I would have heard, you know, on my own, maybe on a show somewhere, but not on something that we had done. And then another trip to the Galvez and, and Devil's Creek and all this wild, crazy stuff that's happened over the past year. Um, so, yeah, if you're new, there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. There is. And speaking of shows, Ghost in the Hood. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to make of this show. Dude. <laughs> okay, the OPO. Uh-huh. Which I don't even remember what it stands for. It doesn't matter. So it's on Oprah's network, which is We. Right. There's a dude. Which is who- such a random... place for this no it's not though but like ghost brothers was a success yeah so why not but it's actually really well produced like really well and the cast of characters is hilarious but the dude i think his name is matt that's the comic Uh uh-huh from new york city go watch episode one and you'll be cry laughing because it's almost like they use that as like the hook because he was outstanding i mean outstanding and it leads to him having the moment that you imagine all black people having when something happens to them and they're like ah! <laughs> you know uh, but his comments to the other people are just oh, oh gosh so good um it's like bob ross on acid man <laughs> i yeah i i was trying to catch up on it and i didn't i didn't see a, an episode listing so i just grabbed what I thought was probably the first one, which I guess turned out to be the the and second. There's only been two. The it, second one, so it comes out on Thursdays, it's Thursday um, nights, and and they're investigating a haunted pinata store in South Central. Yeah, which I ha- guess this all takes place around the L.A. area. Yeah, yeah. Because the first one was in Compton. Uh huh. Um, and that RV that they're driving with just oh like God, that thing's amazing. Random chairs in there. Yeah, like a king's thing throne. Is, that thing is incredible. Yes. Yes. But what's so okay? So the just to peel the curtain back, the first one, it's a uh, drive-through mortuary in Compton, mm-hmm. and the reason it's a drive-through mortuary is if you think about in the '90s with the gang wars and stuff. Yeah, there was need for that. Yeah, you could drive through and view a body, and there was bulletproof glass there, and so that the cars could come through and pay their respects, but and nobody no had in. to get out and walk and worry about getting shot up in the parking right, at lot. a funeral or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they do find some stuff, but the best part of it is, and I couldn't get to where he was going with it, but he was like, you know, we here, we, we're trying to help you people. You know, he's like, I mean, we ain't just trying to come in and say, yeah, you got ghosts. We're trying to help people, you know? And he gives him this, it's, it's like, seriously, as long as this room, a banner that's just like, not haunted, OPO approved. <laughs> and the dude that owns the it's place like the is like, business bureau. Is like like looks at him like are you serious and he's like you know uh you know if you want to hang it up he's like i mean we could help you hang it up and he's like no no no, no. It's okay he's like no, you, you know if you want us to and then the one you're talking about they give him a piñata of a person <laughs> but that that comic like that you know they walk into that house and that dude's got like face tattoos and, yeah and that dude's like man whatever's happening is really creepy man and he's like man if you were scared of this place i am terrified <laughs> It's good stuff, man. It's yeah. good stuff. And I am, that's like my next chore is I'm going to track one of those folks down. Like, I'm going to get a hold of their yeah. people. I st- yeah, I still don't. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's entertaining. I don't know what to make of it. There was something about Ghost Brothers that felt. Real? 
to a, to an extent. Like I as saw real... that Dalen was gonna be at some paranormal event really? that I just saw on Facebook. That Around somebody... here or no 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 no, just, no, no. just some conference or whatever. But it's like you know all these people that like you know look like Lyle Blackburn. You know just right. people with like weird hats and kind of makeup on, even if they're guys. And then Dalen. <laughs> And it wasn't even like a headshot of his. It was like they screenshotted him from like the DVR. He may have been like jumping up off the couch That's that was awesome. haunted. Um, but yeah, there was something about that show, much like Ghost Adventures or any of those other shows, where it's like, no, there's there's clearly there's clearly no way that this stuff is happening to these people every single time they go out and turn the cameras on. Like clearly, that's not the case. Uh, or I don't know. I mean, like it's kind of happened to us that way. But but um, there does there does seem to be some form of chicanery. But they at least are going to places that have some sort of legend attached to them. And when I first flipped it on, and they're pulling up their Winnebago to a haunted pinata store, just that right there. <laughs> just I was like you've got to be freaking kidding me. It's genius, though. Yeah, it's genius. And the thing about it is, is it really is well done. Like it's. Mm-hmm. I can. I obviously love the production angle of it, but I was talking to a uh, friend of ours, Monica Rollins, the other night, and we were talking about all kinds of stuff. But uh, you know, she was on Monster Quest and has been a TV gal. She's been a person long sought after in the field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, people are like, oh, you're on TV. You're so cool. That's so awesome." And she's like, "No, it's not. <laughs> no, you- no, it's not." And number two, that shit is mainly they like. Uh, Obviously, they're shooting a TV show. You have to stage stuff. You have to like yeah. be like, oh, let's pick your... That's why I think that the Secrets and Mysteries, the shot of uh, Peter Byrne casting the track down at the creek, and then it's like it's about to fade into another shot, but it shows him like stand up, and then his bucket tumbles over, <laughs> and it cuts like to the next scene. That's why I think that's genius. Yeah. Which, by the way... Don't want to give too much away here, but um, this could be the year that we really, really un- unravel the mystery of Datus Perry. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead now and call him Datus because I've talked to a very good friend of his. <laughs> and there Who is, has confirmed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to tell you more about that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want do to give away to, too much. Do um, know about that. So, but anyway, um, I was looking for a new job and I was thinking maybe... I could get a job building the wall down on the border. I think so. Do you know when construction on that's going to start? Because <laughs> on Friday, Friday, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's the twentieth. So, I mean, we're no, re- he has said the first day technically is Monday because uh, the weekend is for partying. <laughs> so much, so much gold schlager will be consumed. Yeah, I was thinking I, we need to get down there. We need to get down there and start. We need to get down there before the wall is built. Roll on some of those. Santerian cults or whatever's going on across the border. True. Yeah. True. You've been across the border, yeah? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever snuck across the border? No. No. It's always been um, with my f- family. Mm. So I never have gone down uh, on my own to go across. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and give you one. Give you one good from Clint's past. Uh-huh. So the year is it was before 2000. I'll say that. And I was in college. We'll say that. And I was in an environmental science class. And there's a dude there. And I don't think he and I liked each other at all at first. And now we're like as thick as thieves could be. But our whole assignment for this class was like this big group project. And we were put in this group with like these two girls and this other dude. It was just a big, dumb football player, these two girls, and me and this guy. And the girls, they had nothing to offer. And neither really did the guy. So we decided one night we were hanging out, kind of getting to know each other. And he was like, I got an idea of what we could do for our project. It could actually help me out. He's like, I need to go get something in Mexico. <laughs> and we can uh, we can just say we're going down there and you know, installing solar panels on some huts or something. I'm like, game. All right, deal. (laughs) So this person knows the area so well it's scary. 
and I don't even want to know exactly how a lot of this was set up, but we drive down to the bend, big bend, mm-hmm. and to a place called Gage, which at some point we need to go to the Gage Motel because this place is like the Hotel California in the middle of nowhere, this little oasis. And uh, we drive all the way to the border, like all the way through these backwoods of Big Bend National Park, and there's no crossing there. And it's during the day, and uh, we go over during the day. There's like somebody just running a little boat over. Uh huh. <clears throat> we go into this bar, and there's a Billy the Kid wanted poster, like an original Billy the Kid wanted poster on the on the bar. Little girls, chiclet, chiclet, chiclet. <laughs> um, I mean, we're the only white people there. It was amazing. This is on the Texas side of the border or the no, other side? Okay, you'd no. already crossed over? Yeah. Yeah. And this is not like, there's no border crossing there. Right. There's a little town by the name of Bokeas. And um, if you're familiar with Robert Earl Keane, the song Gringo Honeymoon mm-hmm. is actually about them going to Bokeas. And there's a line in that song about how they went on to the mountaintop where the cactus flowers grow. Mm-hmm. And if you know what the cactus flower is, that would be the reason that we were going <laughs> to Mexico. That's what he needed to get. So we go back to the hotel, hang out, and wait till the cover of darkness. And we get back in the truck and we go back through Big Bend and we pull up on this bluff and you can't really see the Rio Grande down there. But all of a sudden this went from being like, hey, we're going to Mexico to we're going to Mexico for real now. (laughs) And Holmes flashes his lights and like across the water, there's like a, a light. So has he set this all up? And he's like, let's get out. out. We'll leave that mystery to (laughs) the wind. So we get out of the truck and we start walking down towards the water. And probably the first moment that my heart stopped, all of a sudden there's a dude that just like walks out from behind a tree and I nearly shat my (laughs) pants right there. And he's, he's Hispanic and dressed up like a cowboy. And he walks towards the water with us, but is not in any way affiliated with the people on the other side. Uh And as we get to the water, there's a little canoe with two people in it. And the three of us get in this boat with these two people. And Matt, as we are in the middle of the Rio Grande being floated across this river, I'm looking at the stars of which you could see every single one. And I'm like, what in the hell are we doing here? (laughs) Right? So we cross, and there's a dude over there with his truck. We get in the back of this truck, and we drive probably 10 miles into Mexico and stop at this little house and get out walk in and the door kind of go through the kitchen first there's a family in there watching their telenovelas Mm -hmm. just as you would picture a small mexican villager house to be and we walk to a room in the back and there are about i'd say about 100 to 120 laundry baskets right and there are all of them have cactus in them. And I'm saying cactus because it's peyote. <laughs> and we gave them what was in the bag that we brought, which was 25 pairs of Levi's jeans. <laughs> and we made the very legal trade of 25 pairs of <laughs> Levi's jeans for 100 buttons of cactus. Good grief. And uh, we came back. Same method? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no other method. Yeah. 
I mean, when you go during the day, you know, and there's like some mules down there, you could ride, you know, people don't understand. Like, there's parts of the Rio Grande, you could just walk across. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always intrigued me because obviously, in what we do, we're always, man, we gotta shut it down. (laughs) Gotta get on it in there, trying to get in here. I always wondered every time they would talk about ramping up, like, if that little experience was even still available and i mean what we did that evening that's not an experience i would i would imagine that most people could even if they wanted to experience but going over there during the day yeah it's completely legit i mean there but there was just no there's no border crossing there right like a place where you they're checking your car when you drive in or whatever but it's not it's not much different than at least some of these towns that i've been to where i've crossed the border where there's an official border crossing, at least back at, back in the day, you know, 15, 20 years ago, um, it's not that much different. You're pretty much just going back and forth. And especially when you talk about, like, South Padre, you could just walk back and forth, mm-hmm. and nobody, uh, hardly anyone gave a shit. Um, but there are people paying attention there. <clears throat> right, there are people least. there watching. But uh, And that's even, what I wonder is, I bet you now... There's probably a good chance that there's someone that's at least aware of that. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is have you been down to the bend? No, no, I've not been. To, that's the one area that I've not been to. Shocks and awes people that there are, you know, mountains down there. Yeah. It's like time stands still kind of territory. And, uh, you know, you can float the river at some point. And there's these bluffs, sheer rock cliffs that obviously this river's only flown through, flowed through there for like 5,000 years because the earth is only that old. But uh, it's worn away this rock facing that it's coming through. And like 65 feet up on the rock face, like Billy the Kid, like inscribed his name. Um, It's just amazing. And i've walked down i've walked down a trail and had this like really weird feeling and looked at a tree and seen a deer just shoved in the uh like cross arm of a tree yeah just been like oh there's a mountain lion around here somewhere (laughs) and it's probably been following us for three for three or four miles probably got its eyes on us right now yet it's nowhere to be seen yeah (laughs) it's amazing but that gauge motel it's crazy is that place nutty haunted like I'm sure, and there is a violin on the wall, and that's what the lady when we checked in. This place is like a resort. I'm not even saying. I mean, the gauge. Look it up. The gauge, mm-hmm. and there was a violin on the wall, and that dude. Twice we woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> it almost sounded like I was saying that it. Playing Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. <laughs> you heard that too, right? Yeah, I heard that. It was kind of. I didn't know like if that Jurassic was intentional. Park. Yeah, it was kind of like Jurassic Park. I was thinking about telling you one more tale because we were talking about the people that died in 2016. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you my Prince story? No, I don't. This think is so. real quick. So R.I.P. Prince. True. So I had this. Had this buddy, his sister was a model. And, I mean, she fine, she beautiful. She went to Los Angeles to make it, right? And, I mean, she fine. She gets invited to this party up in the hills Mm -hmm. at Prince's house. And her and her girlfriend are like, we're going to Prince's house for a party, right? <laughs> like, holy yes. And she said there was probably like 500 people there, right? Like, just packed and crazy, crazy, nutty time. Just people drinking, wilding out. But yeah. Um, and she said they kind of like wanted a breather. So there was this like little like they kind of walked through as many people as they could past where they're serving drinks at all these different locations and there's this little like side building and she said it was like a it was like a diner like it had these little booths in it 
and um there was like a you know like a countertop where there would be like a kitchen back there or whatever but there was anybody there and uh they walk in this room and they sit down and they're kind of like getting a breather because it's just so nut to butt packed or whatever and in the corner there's like a corner booth and they look over there and there's fucking prince <laughs> sitting over there and seen him the whole time that they've been there yeah and here's prince sitting in this room <clears throat> By himself? By himself, right? <laughs> he's sitting in this corner booth, kicking back. He's got his arms spread out on top of the booth. And he's just like mad dogging him, like just staring at him with that weird prince glare. Yeah. Like. And they're kind of like, she's like, don't look right now, but prince is right over there, like right there. And he's just looking right at us. friend kind of looks over her shoulder and is like oh my god he's staring right at us <laughs> and he's looking at jamie like just dead eyeing her and she said it felt you know like it was mesmerizing like he was putting some sort of a spell on her yeah and then all of a sudden this blonde head raises up out of his lap and this badass looking girl <laughs> just her her situation kind of wipes her lips and gets up and cruises and he gets this look on his face like he just gives him a smirk like oh. oh did that just happen and she had this moment where she was like he was staring at me while that was occurring <laughs> happy 2016 y'all r.i.p prince yeah yeah well, hey, uh, we're OK Talk, and please hop on the Facebook OK Talk Show on Twitter at OK Talk Show in your podcast, catchers and such. Mm-hmm. Search, like, rate, review. Please, 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 people. It helps uh, lift our show in the aggregator. And uh, if you like what you hear, tell a friend, tell anyone, any kind of help you can give us. And... I promise we will continue to bring you precious contraband and ancient tales from distant lands, as we just did. And uh, 2017 is going to be kick-ass. Tales of the weird and unknown. I've got a lot of good good coming down the pipe on that place known as the creek. And I know everyone's just jonesing for it. Thank you for staying with me. Um, We're nearing our our resolution point on that place and as soon as that happens a lot of it will be revealed to ye so stay tuned man and uh thanks so much for listening it's okay talk peace For the bad man, with a gun and a knife and a waistband, went to war with the devil and Shaytan. He wore a bad toupee and a spray tan. So high now, hoping that I land on a tie stick, moving through Thailand. On the radio, heard a plane hijack. Government did that like the cook crack. I'm moving the world of conspiracies. Obey no rules, I'm doing me. Smoke kush, transport to the airport. Customs found a joint in my passport. Full cash and I gave him what he asked for. God damn it, it's a motherfucking miracle. Small bride made it back into America. Hit Uber and maneuvered out the area. Rhyme animal, pit bull terrier. Rap terrorist, terrorized, paired up. Brought gas in the matches to flare it up. Militant Michael, Michael, psycho. On any ally or rival. Born black that's dead on arrival. My job is to fight for survival in spite of these all lives matter ass white folks. This is spiritual warfare that you have been dealing with. This is not a fight that you have been dealing with, flesh and blood. But this is a fight against principalities and evildoers and unclean spirits. RTJ3 motherfuckers. Gray man did it out face down in the Vietnam muscle walking on style on you. And then I walk uphill both ways to the booth and back and I'll wild on you. You think baby Jesus killed Hitler just so I'd whisper? Safe and sound of these crooks tap your phone and I have a file on you. Huh. But me, worry not, buddy, I've lost before, so what? You don't care, I'm done, motherfucker, I can't be crushed. Fuckers, open the bush up and stop bullshitting the kid. My dick got a mission to star, I'm on par with the best, never took the gig. I'm a super cap with Don
I got firm clutch on a grip and a box I might go fly the tank, take a ride to the bank Got a son of Rick Rubin, rush a full thrust Don't fast free shit to the Shark Tank judge Talk real good cause it's smart stuff We a good crew to fuck with, better love I told y'all suckers, I told y'all suckers I told you on RTJ Foy Yeah, I told you again on RTJ 2 And you still ain't believe me So here we go, RTJ 3 